Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this broadcast. We are going to talk about um, a subject matter today that I think, I don't know that I've talked about this recently, but it's, it's quite important. And that subject matter is pride. Pride. The Bible actually says pride comes before a fall. And as the Lord is doing such amazing things in this hour, and we are seeing, uh, for lack of a better, better word, a real awakening, a real great awakening period where more people, people are waking up in the droves. In fact, I've never seen anything like this in 23 years of ministry, 17 years of pastoring. I've never seen anything quite like this. Uh, so God is moving right now in our nation, in our world. And I know many of you have been praying real hard and uh, you're asking me, Pastor Ty, is anything happening? Well, for you know those of you that uh, haven't had boots on the ground around the nation, I will tell you something that I have noticed in this last year, which is highly encouraging to me, is the lines of people that are coming for prayer all over. In fact, there are longer lines than I've ever seen. And it, you know, it just makes me think of the scripture, the harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few. And that is the case. Uh, so, you know, thank God for this community. Many of you are in ministry yourselves. Uh, you have a heart for the harvest. And so do we. It, you know, it's all about souls. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? That's why we do what we do. That's why we are willing to, you know, take great risk and, and be out there. And because, you know, it, it, the Bible says occupy until he comes. Uh, but as as the Lord is moving and, and really separating the wheat from the chaff and doing tremendous, remarkable things that we have never seen in, in, in the ministry or in our lifetime really before, uh, you know, I really believe that we need to tackle pride and really call it out because unfortunately, it's one of the things that I've noticed is a major stumbling block for people in ministry. Uh, it's a major stumbling block for everybody. Um, you know, I, I, I know that the Lord probably sits back and, and, you know, I'm sure this grieves his heart to watch people that have a calling that are anointed, that are amazing people of God. And then what happens is they start getting a little bit of notoriety. They start getting a little bit of a platform. And all of a sudden, you ever seen that? Pride comes in. And, uh, you know, we see it sometimes on steroids for certain people and for pastors. And I hate to say it. I see it. I know you've seen it. Pastors that are walking in pride, you know, and they just, you know, I, look, I'm not here to throw darts I'm not here to judge and condemn. I'm just keeping it real, okay? Um, the Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. You know, it says the meek shall inherit the earth. What does it say? It says, you know, pride comes before a fall. I mean, there's so many different scriptures. I can list them out. Uh, many, many, many references in the word of God where it talks against pride and it warns of the danger of pride. But I always think about pride comes before a fall because that is such the case. I've seen so many people get raised up, get a big platform, get a big ministry, and then all of a sudden, it's like a fall happens. And usually, the factor, the ingredient that allowed for that fall to happen is there was pride. And the Bible says we got to die to our flesh daily. And by the way, it's such a turnoff when you see somebody who you used to kind of like or used to kind of follow, and then all of a sudden, you see their heads getting big and they start acting differently. And it's the human condition. It, it's definitely something that all of us have to fight against. All of us. I mean, you don't think that I've had that kind of try to creep in over the years, of course. But, you know, I think one of the things is because I, the Lord has kept me on such a short leash 
the short string. And I've also had a lot of challenges and things that I've had to walk through. You know, I think that he keeps me very aware of that. And I also pray and I say, Lord, and I have accountability. And, I, and in my prayer time, I say, Lord, please show me. Show me if my heart is incorrect here. Show me if I'm, I'm, I'm walking in a haughty spirit, if I'm walking a prideful spirit and, and break that over me. And I also have family members that keep me uh, accountable. But, you know, family members, elders, mentors, people in my life. But, you know, for me, it's something that I've seen so many times in, in others as well in the ministry. And, you know, I, I'm, it's not my first rodeo in the church. I've seen it all, the good, the bad, the ugly. And, um, you know, as we walk forward, and I believe we are going to see the greatest harvest of our lifetime. I believe we're walking into the end time harvest, miracle signs and wonders. We've been talking about the taking down of the prophets of Baal. We've been talking about, uh, you know, Mount Carmel experience and uh, seeing some really powerful things. And I believe we're on the, the cusp of that, you know. And so, but, but one of the areas that we have to tackle, because it's just, it's pervasive in ministry. And imagine how that grieves the Lord and it grieves the Holy Spirit because, see, people have made their own kingdoms. I'm, I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys because, you know, I have nothing to lose here and this is the remnant. We speak truth. The bottom line is this. You know, God has given so much finances and resources to the kingdom, but a lot of people get hung up and start building their own kingdom. And instead of being about the work of the Lord, they start building their own kingdom and kind of living like many celebrities, hate to say it. Uh, and there's a lot of this, and there's a lot of mega churches. There's a lot of great mega churches. There's a lot of amazing pastors that have mega churches that are real remnant pastors. Thank you, Jesus. But there's also people that have become like little mini celebrities, and they really live, you know, listen, I've seen this firsthand. They really live high on the hog. Now, there's some pastors that, that live well. But they're also amazing pastors and they give back to the kingdom. And I have, I'm not against a pastor living well. That's not what I'm saying. Because a worker's work worth their wages. And so, you know, if a CEO can live well, I mean, that's fine for a pastor to live well. But there's a, there's a, a threshold where it starts getting abusive. You know, there's a threshold where it's like, dude, you know, there's people across the street from your church that are hungry. They're like sleeping under a bridge. And here you are rolling up in like a Bentley. You know what I'm saying? There, there's something wrong there. You know, there's something wrong when, you know, you're, you're I, I, I have a, a real concern. Like when, you know, people give to this ministry, thank you, Jesus, we're fully listener supported. But, you know, when that money comes in, like I have a fear of the Lord. Like, I don't want to just sit here and like, oh, let me go buy some new clothes. And, you know, like I want to give back to the ministry because there's so much work to be done in our nation, in our communities in the church as a whole, like, I feel like it's, you know, it can almost be overwhelming if you don't like realize that the God of heaven and earth is with us. And there is this remnant ecclesia, this body of Christ that is real, that is trying to, you know, the church is the backbone of society. Do you know that when they did, uh, the communists in China, they did a study to figure out what it was about America. They were trying to figure out what it is that made America so successful and what it, you know, was it the educational institutions? Was it the, you know, the, what was it? The military, you know, where, where we are geographically, like what is the factor that made America so great? And you know what the communists found out and went back and reported? You're not going to believe this. It, well, maybe you will believe this. It's the church. It's our faith. That's what makes America great is our firm foundation. The founders of this country 
okay, believed in unalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that they were given us by God, not by government, that our, that our liberty, our freedom comes from God. It's endowed to us by the creator. And so that's why they, they, they you know, made the constitution the way it is that protects. And that's why it's been so hard with these tyrants during the COVID era. You know, they've been trying to implement what they've done. And I mean, look what's going on in Canada. Thank God for the truckers. They don't even report on these guys. I mean, these guys are literally uh, modern day gladiators. I mean, they're like, thank you, Jesus. These are the, 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 the sons of liberty, if you will, up in Canada that are really doing uh, the work of what the clergy and the pastors and the church should probably be doing. But, you know, I know the church is, is rising up in Canada. I know many of you remnant warriors are from Canada. And there's amazing people like Pastor Archer up there and others that are standing. And so there's a movement. Thank you, Jesus. There's a remnant in Canada. There's a remnant in Australia. There's a remnant in Israel. There's a remnant in the UK. There's a remnant. Now, the UK just dropped all the COVID stuff. You don't hear anything uh, about that. I mean, where's the people dying left and right all over the place? It's such a nonsensical. We know there's a, a clear uh, underlining agenda, and I can't talk too much about it on Facebook or they'll, they'll nuke my account. Uh, but, but you guys get it. And, um, so anyway, let's get back to the pride thing, you know? So there's so much work to be done for the body of Christ. I mean, my goodness, there's so many people, you look, my eyes, you see them, they're kind of red right now. You know, it's cause I don't get a lot of sleep and I need to be resting by the way. But the truth is there's so many people hurting in dire situations right now. You know, it's kind of hard not to answer the email when you got people on their deathbed, you know, it's kind of hard not to, you know, we're dealing with these things and thank you, Jesus. He's given us the, the understanding of how to navigate this, but this is one ministry. And what I'm saying is though, is like, there's so much need in our nation. There's so many hungry people that need mentorship, discipleship. They want to know what the word of God says. They want to be healed. They want to be set free. They want to be delivered. And it, it, it's, it's hard for me as a, as a shepherd, as a pastor to understand how some other pastors are out there living like celebrities right now and like acting like it's 1999 and nothing's changed in our nation. There's no urgency. We've got to break the spirit of pride. Pride comes before a fall. The Lord is not going to allow, listen to this. Okay. Hear this. I really believe this is the word of the Lord. He's not going to allow this. Okay. There's, there's going to be a shaking. Now there's already a shaking. There's already a shaking happening, but I believe that there's more to come because the body of Christ, pride and ministry do not go together. Pride and a move of the spirit do not go together. God is coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. He's coming back for the ecclesia. He's coming back for the real body, the church of Philadelphia, not the church of Laodicea. And so, listen, this is a warning, but it's also bringing awareness to the fact that, listen, I know, you know, and God knows that there is way too much pride in a lot of these leaders, okay? And it has to be called out. And I know that it's the human condition. I know that we are born into a fallen world because of what happened in the garden. Uh, we have to die to our flesh daily. Uh, we've got to keep these things in check. It can happen to the best of them. I've seen amazing pastors that kind of fell a little bit into pride and then the Lord humbled them or they had a, a you know conviction that came to their heart and they caught it and they broke it and they, they were humbled. And that's what everybody needs to do is we need to have a humble, contrite heart. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit in me. Okay, look, when you get a really high paying job or, you know, you get platformed somewhere and you're on the big stage and 
you know, you got the media calling you and you got all these people, you know, it's like, it, I can understand when you become, you know, a hot commodity, it's very easy in the human condition to fall into pride. It's very easy. So look, I'm not mocking or knocking anybody specifically. This video, by the way, is not about one specific person at all because it's a pervasive thing that as the body of Christ, we have to come to an understanding and say, you know what? I may have got caught up in pride and this is to the pastors, this is to the leaders, this is to everybody, including myself. We've got to die to our flesh daily. We've got to understand if pride tries to hook in and we've got to cancel it. Okay, because we are not promised tomorrow. Listen, if anybody knows that, I do. You know, I'm, I'm literally standing here in front of the doctor's office, you know, having my, uh, my test done. Okay, my life could have been taken, but it was spared. And I believe God spared it for a reason. And that's why I feel like I have a mandate. I've got to speak truth. I've got to be blunt. Okay, the hour is getting later and later. There's no time for, you know, messing around or half-stepping or kind of being half in. No, you got to be all in. It's go time. It's go time now or never. And so we've got to tackle pride. If, you, if you're under a ministry or pastor that you know is walking in pride, pray for that leader, pray for that pastor. But you got to pray about if you're in the right place too, because I'm going to be honest with you. You know, the, I, I watch some of these videos and I see some of these people and it's just like, they're just exuding pride. It's like, like their head is so big, it's going to explode. They think they're the only apostle. They're the only prophet. You know, everybody's got to bow down to them. You know, they're like some, you know, some high up hierarchy. No, the Bible actually says the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Like we're supposed to be leading from the bottom up, not from the top down. Some people don't understand that. You know, we're, we're always pushing up people under us to, to get them into their calling, to get them into their the anointing. You see what I'm saying? It's not about Todd Coconato. Okay, it's not about my name, my ministry. I know we've had this discussion before. But a lot of people don't agree with that. They actually say it is. Now, I believe God is raising up voices for this hour to speak truth. Obviously, he's doing that. But those voices shouldn't be going around saying, Todd Coconato Ministries. Da, 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 da. You know, no, it's, it's about Jesus. We're to know him and to make him known. We are always sending out. You know, that's what we need to do. And so getting people healed, set free, saved, delivered, and then sending them out, equipping them. So I really just wanted to share this today because number one, if you're under a prideful leader, pray for that leader, but also pray, am I in the right place? And, and you know, like if the pride is like off the charts, like they, they're either going to be humbled by God or they're going to be taken out or they're going to come to their own, you know, conviction and, and understand, hey, I am prideful and I need to be humble before the Lord. I need to cast down this pride. So it's one of three things. You're either going to stop the pride and realize like, oh my gosh, like, you know, pride's, pride got in and I'm going to rebuke it and I'm going to cast it down. I'm going to walk through this and I'm going to humble myself in the sight of the Lord. Number one, best thing to do, repent. Best thing to do. Number two, God's going to allow a certain event to happen in your life that's going to get your attention. You better believe God is good at this. He's going to allow it. Now, does that mean he's going to do it? No, but think about Job. You know, he will allow something to happen in your life, whether it be with your loved one, yourself, your health your job, something, an event that will cause you to be humble. That is still God's grace, by the way, because it could be number three. And number three is God just takes you out. That's it. And it's not even, you know, the Lord, but, you know, God allows you to die. He allows you to go and, and hopefully you're saved and you'll be, you know, on your way to glory and he's sparing you. But, 
you know, if you're walking in pride, you know, I don't know, that's kind of iffy because, again, that's the church of Laodicea, that's leaven, and that's compromise. So Christians, no Christian anywhere, no true believer in Jesus Christ anywhere should really, should be operating in pride. In fact, it's a telltale sign that there's, there's something very off. Okay, it's a very, it's an indicator that something is very off. They're not spending enough time in the Lord. They're not spending enough time in the Word. They're not spending enough time in worship and prayer. They're not dying to their flesh daily. And, and clearly, they're not living out what the Word of God says. You know, you know them by their fruit. There's bad fruit. It's not good fruit. It's bad fruit. Because pride is bad fruit. It's not good fruit. So, the message today is simple. We've got to kill pride, just like we've talked about killing the spirit of fear. We've got to kill the spirit of pride. The church is not a, an incubator or a place that allows pride. Ultimately, it's one of those three things that are going to happen to you. You got to repent. You turn from it. God allows an event to happen in your life that'll humble you, or you're dead. That's how it works. Pride comes before a fall. You, and, and I didn't even mention, you know, the other thing about the number two. You know, where he allows something to happen. It could be something really embarrassing. It could be something where you're humiliated before man. You know, it could be something that God uses. I mean, it could be a real big shakeup in your life because pride comes before fall. I've seen pastors that have fallen and God did restore them many years later, but I'm talking 10, 15, 20 years of walking through basically H-E-double-L here on earth because man is not quick to forgive. God will forgive when you repent. But man is not quick to forgive. And you better believe that if you're in a ministry position and pride comes in and you fall, that it's not just a quick thing. You're walking through some stuff. I'm just being real with you. So it's not something that God will tolerate for the long term. He may have his grace on you right now if you've been walking in pride. But you better believe that pride comes before fall and you got to break that in your life. So if you know somebody that's walking in pride, you know, pray for them. Uh, show them the love of Christ. But I really do believe that, you know, if you're under that type of covering, you need to pray about it if you're in the right place. Because a prideful leader ain't going to take you to where God wants to take you. A prideful leader is not going to take you to holiness, purity, righteousness, being victorious in Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's, you got to, and, and I've seen the best, you know, remnant type leaders. And then they got really big real quick. And I've seen a change. Because, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot when everybody wants to talk to you. It's a lot when everybody's calling you in the media. You know, so you got you to gotta keep the head small. You can't get it puffy. You got to remember what God's done in your life. And you got to remember that at any given moment, any given moment, things can drastically change. So be real. Be who you're supposed to be. And this is all of us. I'm preaching to myself. Hold each other accountable. Have prayer partners. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. He will promote you. In fact, when you're walking in that humility, there's so much strength. There's so much anointing and God will continue to open doors that only he could open. Don't push yourself into doors. Let God open the doors. In fact, I found that, you know, if I ever tried to push myself, it doesn't happen or it's not anointed. You got to let God open the door. He will lift you up. You don't have to build your ministry. You got to show up like the prophet Isaiah say, send me, I'll go. Show up and he will anoint you. He'll appoint you. He'll open the doors. And that's, that's longevity, long sustainability. That, that'll set you up for success in the long term, not just the short term. Amen.
All right, I hope you got something out of this today. I really felt like I needed to share this. We're breaking the spirit of pride in the body of Christ in order to move forward for the ecclesia as a whole. We've got to identify that spirit and break it in Jesus' name. Amen? Let's pray right now. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit right now, I pray if this is spoke to somebody today, minister to their heart. Lord God, if they've been hurt by a prideful pastor, they've been hurt by a prideful leader, they've known that they've seen this for a long time, maybe they don't even want to go to church because it's turned them off so much. But Lord God, I pray you raise up as you've been doing uh, a new generation of leaders that are humble before you, that are contrite before you. Lord God, that love you and, and know you and want to make you known because it's about you, not about their name, their kingdom, their ministry. It's about you. And we break the spirit of pride over anybody that's watching right now in Jesus' name that they would receive that today, that they would humble themselves because that's what's going to bring the anointing and the fullness of what you have for them. And you have a lot in store. You want to open doors. You want to put your favor on them, your blessing, your anointing. Lead them by your spirit, Lord God. And so we pray that today would be the end of pride in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And by the way, as I was praying that, I was feeling too, you know, pride ruins marriages. Pride ruins relationships. Pride gets in the way. It is ugly. It is, if you don't realize how ugly it is when other people are watching and they see the pride coming out of you, I'm telling you, it's ugly. Okay? And we've all dealt with it. No one is like escaping this. Now, some people are much better at controlling it than others, but I, I've seen it so many times because it's the human condition. The enemy uses pride because he knows it's a way that he can ensnare many of, many of the saints. So we cast it down, we break it, we bind it in Jesus' name. It will not be our downfall. We will not walk in pride. We will walk in the humility and the grace and the love of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of God because it's not about us. It's about him. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I bless you. I'll see you soon. Okay, bye.